Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us at Fashion Let's Talk Podcast. I am your host, Sharonda, and today's episode is going to be a recap on the Cassie lawsuit against Diddy for $30 million for allegedly rape allegations, sex trafficking, and manipulating her on multiple situations. We're going to get into all of that. We're going to break down what was in the case that was presented to Diddy on this $30 million lawsuit and how they settled within days on this lawsuit. Um, It was presented, I think, on Thursday in a New York City um, civil courts and it was settled on Friday. So um, we're going to talk about all of it, get into all the things that Cassidy had to endure in her 13-year relationship with Diddy, so she claims, and what the outcome of it, and why she did it, like what, what really made her do it. We don't really know, none of us was there if any of this happened, so it's all allegations, allegedly, we weren't there, but we got our opinions and I have mine and that's what Fashion Let's Talk podcast is all about. So without further ado, let's get into it on Fashion Let's Talk podcast. So Cassie, who was in a 13 year relationship with Diddy, Love, Combs, um, and she finally broke her silence after I don't know how many years it's been since they broke up. And, you know, she moved on <laughs> literally um, with the new husband, who a.k.a. was Diddy Trainer, and got married, had two beautiful kids. And that is how you end a move on situation. But I think she wanted to, like, solidify this move on movement that she was on and just kind of get some back money that she feels she was owed due to some of the traumatic things that she had experienced within this 13 years of being with Diddy. Some of the things that she allegedly commented on in this, I think, 35 pages in this um, civil suit stating that um, he had her sign a 10-album record deal which locked her in financially on a business level with him um he forced his way um allegedly raping her into a home when she tried to leave him repeatedly and um he had physically not only emotionally but physically allegedly abused her um so bad and would basically send her off on trips at hotels all around the world to hide her out so no one would see the physical abuse that she endured. So, um, you know, that was just something that she experienced in early stages of her relationship. Then it went to, you know, um, what hospitality industry considered sex trafficking, um, where he would suggest allegedly, that she look on the internet for big black penis men um, to entertain her and him and sex appades. 
um, they labeled these sex escapades as FO, which is considered freak out moments in their relationship. Um, yeah, where she was supposed to look up a few guys that maybe she and he um, would be attracted to so they can have these sex paid sexual moments and um, why did he record and watched? Um, most people will call that, I think, voyage, voyeurism. Um, I think that's the word for it. You could correct me, but um, that's where you watch your mate. We're going to use that loosely because uh, we're going to talk about that later. Um, as far as like what defines freakiness and love and relationships because it, it gets real blurry when it comes to Diddy and his relationships. But we'll get into that later. But that was some of the allegations that Cassie put into this $30 million lawsuit stating that she experienced and this 13-year relationship with him. Um, and, you know, most of the time it was recorded on her phone. She thought she had complete access to delete these videos. And there will be uh, moments like after she deleted them, they'll be on a jet and, or you know, and um, that video that she assumed that she deleted would resurface. And that was his little, you know, moments of having power and showing just how much power he had and access to everything that goes on in her world that he had, where he was still able to get these deleted, recorded, escapade, aka freak out episodes, recordings of them having sex with other big black penis men who were prostitutes because they were getting paid to be there. Um, they were not just in their re- frequent relationships. We're going to get into the, all of that as well. But I just want to break down with some of the things that she mentioned in the lawsuit that she presented to him for $30 million. Um, but it was a lot of abuse. Um, she also mentioned in there that, you know, he was very aggressive threatening and followed through with some of the threats that he had mentioned to her. Um, she was dealing with Kid Cudi um, at a moment when her and Diddy had broke up and he found out about the, you know, attraction between them two and threatened to blow up Kid Cudi's car. Um, I guess to confirm and he had, I guess, allegedly confirmed that he wanted him to be home so he knew that Diddy did it but Kid Cudi confirmed with his publicist that allegedly because I wasn't there to confirm anything but um this actually happened his car did blow up I guess he was um interested in dealing with uh Cassie and Diddy kept his promise um also in the lawsuit, um, they also mention the executive, Shakur, um, who also had a moment. This is in Cassie's um, lawsuit. But this particular situation is about um, Kim Porter and Kim Porter experiencing the same threats um, when she was with an executive um, I think at Def Jim or Def Soul, um, Shakur, um, and he had this man, I guess, attacked or beat up, um, and was threatening him to stay away from Kim Porter. Um, 
So I guess he followed through with that threat. Um, also, just to mention, um, rest in peace, this gentleman did allegedly, we don't know exactly, I don't know because I wasn't there, but um, did pass away. Um Um, It was said that he did commit suicide. We don't know. I don't know this allegedly, but the man did pass away. But he was brought up. I'm bringing all of this up to present what was in this $30 million case that Cassie presented to Diddy to basically confirm and show the acts and reputation of what Cassie and I guess also Kim Porter had experienced in their relationship with Diddy. So, this is all in this lawsuit, and it, it, it's a lot. It's a lot because, you know, it's traumatic. And I, I'm not going to lie. I believe everything that Cassidy said. I was not there. I do not know these people personally. So I am not going to, you know, um, give the impression that I do. I'm just saying some of these things was rumored throughout the years, and the fact that Cassie presented this in court documents um, and kind of basically confirmed through her stating her personal experience and through her relationship. And she's kept quiet um, for many years, many years. She was just one of those women who really did not say much of what she was going through. She followed the flow of things. And, you know, it is what it is. So it's kind of believable. Her expressing that she allowed a man to manipulate her into um, looking for big black men with penises. And I'm going to keep repeating that. That's right. Because that's what he suggested and that's what he wanted. Um, But, you know manipulating the situation and pursuing her to recruit that, um, pick whatever hotel she wants, you know, provide her with the gifts or all of the tools that is needed um, for that FO, a.k.a. freak out moment to happen on a frequent basis. Like, for her to say that did not make her look good. It does not make her look like, Al, I'm sorry. (laughs) It just doesn't. So for her to to admit to that experience is traumatizing. It does not make her look good. So the fact that she said it, I believe it. And I don't think, you know, something she kept quiet for a long time, um, not wanting to address or speak on any of these things because it's quite embarrassing. Um, Everybody is not comfortable being placed in situations like this. It does not make them feel good about themselves. And that's what I think is what is going on as far as traumatic experience or past experience that Cassie is going through. That's why I think she even did all of this because even with her moving on, subliminally saying, with her moving on by getting married, having beautiful kids, you know, years going by, not saying anything. It shows that, yes, she is happy, but 
you cannot downplay the traumatic experiences that she have even after the post-traumatic experience that she's been enduring. And you don't know how it has affected her relationship, how her sexual relationship may be with her husband. Um, just you don't know how people deal with things that they experience, especially when they get into a better place in life. That's when it can be triggering. Being happy can be triggering to one psychic because it can confirm just how, aka, how did he like to use and she used in this $30 billion lawsuit, just how much of a dark place you were in in the past. So I feel that this lawsuit um, that she presented to Diddy was necessary. I don't really think it's about money. I I just want to really stress about that. I don't think it's about money. I think it's about her dignity. I think it's about her sanity. I think it's mainly about her basically trying to say to Diddy, let it fucking go. Shut the fuck up and leave me and my husband and my family alone. And if you keep playing, I'm going to come for you. And since money is what gives you that ego oomph to keep coming and subliminally attacking me and my husband, then that's what I'm a target. And that's what I'm going to use to walk into the courtroom to shut you the fuck up. I honestly believe that is what Cassidy motives is. I do not think it has anything to do with motive money. I do not. I think it definitely has something to do with her husband. Um, definitely dealing with the pain that he witnessed or heard or, you know, have to endure being married to her and knowing that, you know, the woman that he loved experiences from a man. And can we not forget because there was a time a few years ago where, and because Diddy was promoting this new love album, um, probably about two years now. <laughs> okay, let's be real. And through the process of Diddy promoting that he was going to bring out this album and and everything and, and, and really just talking about all that he experienced after Kim Porter passed away, sadly. Um, he was taunting her and her husband. Let's not downplay that moment when Cassie and him has broken up. Um, yes, everybody found out that it was, she left him for Diddy's old trainer and she was happily in a relationship with him and... Diddy was posting under her pages every time she posts a picture of her. So beautiful. Like, not, I don't know of the exact words, but he will post comments on her page and post pictures of him and her on his page, even after it was clear that him and Cassie were not together. They were not getting back together. And she was in a new relationship with her now husband. And she was happy in a relationship with this guy. And Diddy was taunting her. And even recently, when everybody was saying that moment when Carisha was young Miami, whatever her name is, was in the audience, you know, holding that go poppy and all that. Even when she was in the audience, she was in the picture. He was still taunting Cassie 
and her husband by saying thank you for being there for me in those quote-unquote dark moments. So you have to understand why Cassie finally spoke up and did this $30 million lawsuit because she know him. They've been together for 13 years. She know the cockiness. She know how he is. She know how long his money is. She know he was going to do this forever. And if she did not come out with this lawsuit, this would eventually down the line affect or damage her marriage her happy family that she worked so hard to build and protect and invest in. And that is why I believe she presented this lawsuit. I do not think it had anything to do with money. I think it has something to do with her wanting Diddy to stop taunting her and her husband. With the post, with the Cassie, love you, thank you for the dark moments, when even in the lawsuit, she said those dark moments was called F.O. sessions, freak out sessions. Don't get it twisted, people, fans, public those dark moments was freak out moments. Okay? And that's why she made it clear in the lawsuit. I'm going to expose you if you don't stop taunting me and my husband. This is why her husband is starting to affect her husband. Everybody want to act like he just be busting out screaming, yelling uh, on social media, having these rant moments. But because he had pillow talk with his wife, he had moments of sitting down with his wife where she's crying, recapping all the things that she experienced. Because yes, when you're in a real relationship, you should be transparent with your mate, your soulmate. That's how y'all heal together and be supportive of each other. But through that process, you can't do that fairly, comfortably, and you have the person who traumatically, physically, financially, and emotionally abuse you, still taunting your family by saying, love you, Cassidy, you beautiful thing. Love you, Cassie. Thank you, Cassidy, for our dark moments. That's threatening. That's blackmailing. So when Diddy said that she was blackmailing him, no, 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 no. You are blackmailing her emotionally when you are taunting her and saying thank you. And you know she's happily married. She has a family now. She don't want nothing to do with the moments that y'all had. And yet you dog whistle. Thank you for being supportive of me in those dark moments. She said in the lawsuit the things you used to do to remind her just how much power you had. No matter who or what relationship you was in. So I say all of this to say I do not think this lawsuit was about money. So with her settling as fast and accepting the settlement as fast, it goes to show you this was not about money. This goes to show you this was not about prolonging this attack. This goes to confirm she wanted him to stop taunting her. Respect her relationship. Respect her world. Give me what I am owed because you are not getting the ninth album, nine albums out of me later. It doesn't work. So let's literally move the fuck on. 
That's what I think this lawsuit was about. Now, that is on the lawsuit part. Let's discuss the sex pays, baby. Now, Diddy, you were very smart for settling really fast with this lawsuit. Where you were slow mode was you delayed doing this early on when she first presented to you. When she first was asking you to stop and fall back and leave her and her family alone. And she said, I'm going to do a book deal because they're saying that's what Kim Porter was going to present. I don't think Cassie ever was going to present a book or even, I think she literally wanted to move on. Her payback was getting with the trainer and being married and having kids and living happily ever after. She won. She been one. I don't think he would have stopped. And I think Kim Porter, he did her so dirty and she's gone now that there was no get back for Kim Porter. So that's why it's another thing the way Cassie did it. Cassie did it for Kim Porter too. Rest in peace, huh? Cassie did it for Kim Porter. That was two women bonding with each other. But let's say on the topic, because we already discussed the lawsuit. But Cassie, the sex appades. Now, I, I what I don't understand is we heard the rumors for many years. We saw the attitude. We saw you know, everything going. We know about how the industry is, how they like to use, you know, sex, sexual acts, sexual recordings um, to threaten or have leverage over people in the music industry. They've been doing it for years. Um, this is why I say this whole episode with Cassie um, is, and, and let me know if I'm bugging out, y'all. Did it not remind you of the series The Idol? Like, that's why they didn't allow the idol to go into another season because it was too real from the music. Oh, not even music industry, all industries. When it gets to the top of the pyramid schemes of all big corporate money-making industries, we can't just say it's the music or the fashion or it's all industries. But when it gets to... A point where there's a lot of money attached and there's a lot of power um, being held in some of these big corporate industries. When it's all said and done, we're just going to talk about the music industry because it happens in the fashion too. But um, it's a lot of pimping going on. Straight up. Straight up. It's a lot of pimping going on. And that's why I say this whole thing and it's being exposed now more than ever where it just reminds you of the series The Idol. And The Idol was so real and so deep that they had, they had to destroy it and not follow up with another season because usually this is what it is. It doesn't end well. So that's why this whole Cassie and Diddy situation, I personally feel this is what the ending season finale or series finale should have been in the series The Idol. The way Cassie and Diddy did this whole thing, this was the finale of it all. And this is how it should have really played out. But... 
it's never played out like this before. So the idol could not go any further because it usually stays the way it ended. They marry their pimp or they just become the long side chick prostitute forever who was manipulated or pimped or the pimp went. At the end of the day, this is a pimping industry and nobody wants to speak on it. But like I always say here on Fashion Lust, we dive into it, we get deep into it and we just really pull the mask off it all. All right. This is what it is. They be blackmailing these people. Um, a lot of these relationships in these industries are not even based off of love. And this happened in the real world industry, billion dollars, poor people. You have to really sometimes ask yourself, what is your relationship based off of? Is it based off of real love or is it based off of egos? And the way the clout chasing is today at an all-time high, a lot of people are in relationships based off of insecurities, not love, not happiness, insecurities, which triggers egos. And when you add money to that, oh, baby, you, you birth a ditty. You birth a ditty. And that is the reality of it. And then you birth a Cassidy. And then you birth a Krishan. And then you birth a Kim Porter. You birth all of these type of people to deal with this type of relationships. And those relationships are insecurity relationships. You have relationships that's based off of love. You have relationships that's based off of money. You have relationships that's based off of ego. You have relationships that's based off of insecurities. People have to get to a point in their lives where they sit with themselves and ask, what am I motivated by? What do I personally need to feel good about myself? And if you look at the characters of how Diddy has been in many relationships, but never married. Diddy has taken care of many women, but never married. Diddy has traveled around the entire world, but never married. Diddy got probably six to ten kids out here, but was never married. You have to eventually ask yourself, what prevents this man from ever loving a woman the way she deserved to be loved as far as being his wife. And if he has never verbally answered that or he has repeatedly confirmed it with time and the way he lived his life, then you have all the answers in the world. And now have to start questioning yourself because did he already confirm what it is that he wants? He don't want to be married to a woman. If anything, Diddy is married to his mother. His mother owns everything. Everything is in his mother's name. He, that is the love of his life. Okay. 
No woman comes before Janice Combs. She owns everything. Everything is in her name. So if you dare try to sue or come for Diddy, you will not because everything is in Janice Combs' name. She owns everything. Trust. He was not raised by just no regular country bunkin'. She is from Harlem. <laughs> Gotta throw that in there. She is from Harlem. And she done been through some things. Okay? They done seen some things. So she and he have a bond that nobody will ever understand but them. And they don't care for you two. They don't care to explain it. But at the end of the day, he will never, ever, time confirm that. He will never love a woman. He could call himself love all he want. But the love he have to offer has nothing to do with making a woman his wife. He is already married to his mother. He is oh, That's the only woman he's ever going to give everything to. That is the only woman he's going to give 1,000% of his love, his time, his money, his energy, his tears. Like, that is it. So, any other woman that comes after her is just an episode of his escapades, an episode of him being a father, an episode of him being the most stylish, flyest, Man from Harlem, an episode of his insecurities, and with this lawsuit, everything that Cassie allegedly presented, he's not really concerned about showing you his love. The way you, a real woman, a secure woman, a woman who knows her worth and deserve, would want to be loved. No. He's going to love you the way he loved all women and things that are not his mother. He's going to love the way you sexually please him and cater to his insecurities. He's going to always make a woman feel like, show me how much you love me. Because he has all the money in the world to tap into a woman who never had anything, insecurities. He could buy you whatever you want. He could take you all around the world. He could, you know, pay your bills and keep you in a nice house. But you have to understand there's stipulations with that. And having respect for you and marrying you is not one of them. You being part of the get-along gang is what the stipulation is. He will take care of you. He will allow you to see the world. He will make sure that you can travel around the world suitcase. Travel with suitcase, baby. You are going to live your best life traveling all around the world, being in the most beautiful hotels, fucking the most big black dicks, including me while I record you. Birkin, Gucci, Louis, YSL, whatever it is that you want, you will be able to have it as long as I can record you, fuck you, beat you. Add in another guy. He don't even want other girls, is what Cassie is saying, allegedly. He wanted other guys. He And then will blow up your car or get you beat up 
allegedly, if you dare show any attractions to having someone else there and he didn't have any control of that, he wants you to like what he likes. That's what he wants. And that's what he confirmed or Cassie confirmed allegedly in her $30 million lawsuit that he needs it a certain way. And I'm sorry. It's a lot of people out here who is just like Diddy. It's a lot of people out here who think that is the life to live. And I'm pretty sure Cassie thought, you know, it's enough drugs being provided, allegedly. Enough liquor, enough Birkin bags, enough hotels, enough other big black sexy dicks, young dicks, balls. Like, whatever to erase the moral confidence in her that this shit is psycho. All of that was able to tame her brain to deal with it. And when she removed herself out of it and realized what true happiness can be like when someone loves you and someone adores you and you invest in somebody who invests in you and respects you and y'all build a family together. When you experience that, that other room that Diddy had her in seemed real dark, real scary. And let's let's dive into that. Imagine, because you'll love a dog after spending enough time with it. So I'm not going to say that even through those traumatic experiences, Cassie did not have some type of love for him. You know, if someone is taking care of you, even when they beat you after a while, you know, some things can make you dislike. So I feel like she did have moments of loving him and wanting to prove to him that how much she loved him and wanted to be with him and adored him and or appreciated him. She showed on many different levels, I appreciate you and love you. May not be the way you would completely want me to because you're a little older than me or you're not my type or it's a, a boss thing. You know, it's a power thing. You you take that from me. But even when all of that, I believe she loved him. But with that being said, women, could you imagine having some emotions, liking, loving a guy who suggest that you look on the internet and search for another man that may be attracted to both of y'all, for both of y'all, and invite them to an exclusive, beautiful hotel to sexually act on each other while they watch or also be entertained, allegedly. But they record it. Could you imagine that type of love? Like, seriously. Like, if you... I I just can't. I'm just saying, me personally, I can't. I would look at the person that I love Like, you really don't love me. You really don't even like me technically. You don't really even want me here. Like, 
this is really for you. Because if it was up to me, it would just be me and you. But I'm not enough for you. Nobody is enough for you. Don't matter if they are black, white, exotic, half this, half that, slim, beautiful, can produce beautiful kids for you. It doesn't matter. You're not attracted to me. We. What you and I can do. And that reality got to have settled in repeatedly in Cassie's head during that 13-year relationship. And their FO episodes. What is it that you want, baby boy? What is it that you really want? And stop using and abusing everybody else through the process of you figuring that out or admitting to it. What is it that you want? And this is why people have to tap in to who they really are. Because all you will be doing is dragging other people through your painful process. Like everybody, people are going to die. You're going to be still confused. People are going to move on, see with the, the trainer, have kids. People are going to stay there, allow you to pee on them. Like they're going to do a bunch of different stuff and none of that. It's going to do anything for you or affect you because you personally have not tapped in to what is it that you really want. And until you do that, everybody is on the painful train. Deal with my pain with me. Go through this struggle with me because everybody's getting it. Like I'm, it's nobody. Like even when you look at Carisha, girl. I'm not seeing the benefits of y'all doing all this. And if Cassie is not a perfect example of that, she was with him 13 years and her career did not go no further. She was pulled out of a relationship. And and, and I'm going to need Ryan, just to change the subject really quick, I'm going to need Ryan Leslie to start speaking. Because she was with Ryan Leslie first. And Ryan Leslie was a producer under, you know, Bad Boy as well. And Diddy and his normal thing went in and swooped her up. Just like Cassie up from Ryan Leslie. Just like he swooped Kim Porter up from Albie Shore. And I, I just think... It's time for Ryan to like really, really, you know, express because he he, he always speaks of her in a respectful way, but don't want to because I think he was paid off. He had a buyout, you know, you know, during the process of him and Cassie breaking up and she started getting with Diddy. So he was paid off. 
But if he don't say nothing and really like go hard speaking and getting her approval, because he said that in the video, like once she call him up and give him the okay, then he's going to be able to say something. Well, she did a lawsuit. You got, that's the okay. That was the okay. You can speak now. If he does not think that it is now the most appropriate time to speak up on her behalf, I'm going to throw him in that pimping session. And I I, I want y'all to really understand what I mean when I say that pimping session. Because that's what goes on in the music industry when it comes to management. There's the low budget management and there's the high end management. What they don't really discuss is low budget management and high end management being cahoots with each other too. And nobody want to talk about it. And that's why I said, go back to the theory. This reminds me of the series, The Idol. Because it's a lot of pimping going on. And a lot of people don't realize that there's a bag. A lot of people don't realize that. And I feel sorry for those who don't realize it. Because there's a lot of money being exchanged on behalf of some of these people and they don't even realize it. Like, let's talk about Carisha. Let's talk about Krishan. Let's talk about Megan Thee Stallion. Let's talk about Cassie. All of these women have gotten caught up in some fake relationship or some fake situation or some fake issue with management because they were contracted and then sold to a new management. But they all in cahoots and they all getting paid. The one person who is not getting paid is the person who is the bag. The person who is the idol. The person who is the influential person in this whole deal. And there's many deals going on that these people who are the quote-unquote bag don't even know about. And it starts with management. And that's why I say a lot of people don't even know that they have played in the same series called The Idol and have been pimped by management sold on some prostitution type shit seriously and it kicks in the more money people can make off of you so when you don't really own yourself and when you have that mindset where you comfortable people taking care of you and you comfortable people signing your checks and giving you a better life or providing situations for you without you working real hard to get it trust you have signed a contract to be pimped plain and simple and we're not talking about subliminally we talk about straight up you are being pimped you and and this is not just women. I spoke of women in the industry, but baby, don't think for one bit this is just a female thing. Males are going through it too. For years, 
Those are the ones that have been dealing with it harder. And a lot of these executives, some disappearing, getting jumped, stepping out of the music industry, them getting raped, them committing suicide. This is some pimp shit. So this, this lawsuit opened up Pandora's box because a lot of things need to be questioned and were being questioned for years. But Cassie lawsuit just confirmed and answered everything. And hear me when I say that. Don't just take my words for it. Look at how it was mapped out for many different people. You know, Megan Thee Stallion is still being paying what's the name baby father, you know, and she was supposed to be scooped up from the three... 100 Entertainment Management Company. Um, Kim Porter. None of these people career. They're doing good. But not as well as they wanted or they expected. With these people. They selling themselves. And they're not getting the payback that they thought. And even when they're trying to walk away, it's like it's still haunting them. So to go back to what I said with Cassie, I really do believe this was her way to basically shut up Diddy from taunting her and her husband. And time will tell if it worked. Right now, she will be, you know, couple of millions or more than a couple of millions um, richer, which will give her, I guess, and her family a little bit more peace. Because everybody have right who's been traumatically traumatized or in any situation have the right to have a moment to say, aha, everybody. So if this is her aha moment, let her have her aha moment. If all that she alleged really happened, she deserved this. Um, and if you look at it, Diddy, even when he settled, he said, I wish her and her family nothing but the best. Please leave me alone, is a.k.a. what he's saying. Do not go no further. Tell your husband we are good. And that's all I think Cassie wanted. So, for all of those who want to believe that this was really about money, it was not. And for all of those who want to act like having... A lot of money will confirm you will live this beautiful, happy life. This confirmed that is not true. Um, And women and men, you have to stop looking for people to take care of you or expect to have somebody traumatically abuse you. And we do not know if the mind can deal with that. I feel like a lot of people in the industry assume that as long as they could get this or a certain amount of money or get a certain office space or get a certain title in the industry, that that was going to be enough for them and they would be satisfied. And a lot of people realize that it wasn't satisfying. Um, It was traumatic. They, some committed acts of not even wanting to deal um, with the pain anymore. 
Um, it's a lot. It's a lot. So be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you sign up for. Um, because you never know what your heart and mind can really handle. And sometimes time confirms that the decisions that you made when you were young is not going to be the same decision that you will be able to live with when time goes by. And that's what I got out of all of this whole situation. No matter what is going on with people's sexual preference or their livelihood, um, we are all responsible for the decisions that we make. And if you are going to be embarrassed, don't do it. If it's going to be something that cannot confirm, only God could confirm anything. There's no man, there's no music, there's no money, there's no bag. Nothing could confirm the success that comes with peace. So... Don't sell your body. Don't sell your soul. Don't sell your dignity for a moment that will be a traumatic situation for the rest of your life. Because even with this money that Cassie may get through the settlement, um, it cannot literally erase the pain, the emotional pain, the embarrassment that will follow her for the rest of her life. It does not erase it. So all the women who think like young Miami who think, oh, it don't matter because I'm traveling around the world like a rich bitch, you were sold too. She she seemed to be sold by um, quality control and he's benefiting. Everybody's benefiting. I'm except the person who was the bag and who was sold. Right now, she's had to deal with the embarrassment along with him, and she wasn't even invited in that FO moment with him and Cassie. But yet, it has trickled down to her, the embarrassment. So if anything that we get out of this, make decisions that you can live with for the rest of your life. Um, don't do anything that you would be embarrassed for the public or your mom or your kids to find out about and live your truth. Um, so you don't have to drag other people through the process of figuring out what your truth is and embrace it. And that is the end of fashion. Let's talk podcast. I am your host, Sharonda. I really want to touch on this podcast and I really want to hear your opinions on it. So everyone, let me know what you think and leave a comment, questions, I'm answering and we'll follow back on it. But I thank you guys for listening to Fashion Let's Talk Podcast. Enjoy your day.